Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. This is our fourth Sidra, our fourth Aliyah of the Torah portion called Naso, which means to take, and it's taken from Numbers chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. Now, these verses of the Torah are talking about the Nazarite vow. Basically, it's somebody who says, I am dedicating my life, I am dedicating myself, I am dedicating this block of time to the service of Adonai. I'm going to separate myself and become holy and sacred unto God and to his service. And so what they would do is they would let their hair grow out. They would not come into contact with any fruit of the vine, so no grapes, no raisins, no raisin skins, raisin seeds, no no wine, no grape juice, nothing of that nature. And they would not come into contact with anything dead, whether it be a human being or an animal. And anything coming into contact with any of those things could nullify their vow, and then you have to go through a purification and ritual process to renew that vow and to start that vow over again. Um, so now in the scriptures, it's interesting because a, a lot of times people just assume that a Nazarite was going to be a Nazarite for life. But in reality, in scripture, there's only three lifetime Nazarites. In other words, they were a Nazarite for an enti their entire lifetime. But usually a Nazarite vow was for one month, uh, give or take. You can make it longer or what have you, but usually it was just a predetermined amount of time. But uh, the three lifetime Nazarites in scripture is Samson, and you can find that in Judges chapter 13, the prophet Samuel, which could be found in Samuel chapter 1, and John the Baptist, which could be found in Luke chapter 1. Now, that's usually where people end it. But did you know that the apostle Paul, Rav Shaul, took on a Nazarite vow. Yes, it's true. In Acts chapter 21, verses um, 17 through 26, it says, When we arrived in Jerusalem, the brothers and sisters welcomed us gladly. On the next day, Paul went in with us to see James, uh, and, and the elders were present. After greeting him, he reported to them the details of what God has been doing among the Gentiles through his service. And when they heard, they began to glorify God. They said, You see, brother, how many myriads there are among the Jewish people who believed, and they are zealous for the Torah. They have been told about you. Okay, so this is James and the elders talking to Paul and saying, Paul, this is what's being said about you. Here is what's going through the rumor mill, that you teach all the Jewish people among the Gentiles to forsake Moses. In other words, they don't have to keep Torah, telling them not to circumcise their children or walk according to the customs. What's to be done then? So, so basically saying, this is what's being said about you, Paul, but we know it's not true. How do we prove it to the people so that we can shut this rumor down? So going on with verse 23, it says, so do what we tell you. So here's the advice of James and the rest of the elders to the apostle Paul. We have four men who have a vow on themselves. And this is a Nazarite vow. It says, take them and purify yourself along with them and pay their expenses so that they may shave their heads. There's the key indicator that it's a Nazarite vow, because at the end of the Nazarite vow, you shaved your head and you, get, you, you offered that hair up onto the altar. And it says, that way, all will realize there is nothing to the things that have been told about you, but that you yourself walk in an orderly manner, keeping the Torah. 
So it's interesting because even today, uh, most Christians say that that Paul in Romans and Galatians preached against the Torah and that the Torah has been done away with, but yet here he is actually fulfilling one of the Torah commandments and obeying Torah just to prove to everybody that he's Torah observant, to prove that he's not telling people to disobey the Torah, that proving that he's not saying that the Torah has been done away with. He, he uh, accepts upon himself a Nazarite vow where he lets his hair grow long for a period of time. He doesn't partake in the fruit of the vine and he keeps himself from anything that's been dead. And so after that, he and these four others who have taken an Azrite vow in fulfilling their vow, they go to the temple, present the proper sacrifices and shave their heads. So if Paul's saying don't keep Torah, why is he keeping Torah here? That would be awful hypocritical of the apostle Paul. So this proves beyond the shadow of the doubt that Paul was not teaching or preaching against Torah. If you read that through Romans and Galatians, you are reading it wrong and you are taking out of context and you don't truly understand the function of what the Torah is really all about, or what the Apostle Paul said about the Torah. But Peter even said in one of his letters that sometimes Paul's words can be hard to understand. He's a very deep guy. But anyway, I thought this would be an interesting uh, um, uh, tie-in to the Torah portion for today. So guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.